Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On the line, our Radio.com Sports NBA insider Rick Buecher is here. And the calls are brought to you by our friends at 5-Hour Energy Shots, now in two great tropical flavors. Rick, how you doing today? Hi. Well, I'm actually fighting a little bit of a cold, but uh, I sound a lot well, I guess it depends on how you think I sound. I feel like I sound. <laughs> yeah. I sound a little. I actually sound. This is my sexy, sexy sick voice. Sick voice. So okay. Uh, I don't think I was it. thinking sexy sick voice. I was thinking more like yeah. you just came out of a cigar smoker with me, and uh, we have yeah. that same kind of deep uh, resonation. Or, so yeah. Or or that or that. Okay. There you go. I'm good either way. Okay, I got to get to it because uh, there was a lot of speculation about Giannis after the All-Star game about the fourth quarter and what he did and didn't do. And uh, one of the comments we played was yours. Um, in an All-Star game, I, I think it's different, but in all fairness, now you had said that maybe the fourth quarter exposed Giannis as to what he was from last year and how much did he actually learn. So give me your thoughts on all of this, first and foremost. Yeah, well, I think I think it's fair to say that we've heard a lot about how Giannis has expanded his game since last year, and I would say that that he has. In in certainly, the three point shooting has come around, and but from what I've seen in games, there's still his ability to hand him the ball below the free throw line and be a uh, a triple threat is it's still a work in progress. He doesn't have that. You get, he doesn't have the ability where you can hand him the ball and one on one, he's going to either beat a double team or he's going to shoot over a mid range if there's protection of the rim, and or he's going to kick it out and he's going to find that open guy. It's just, it's the one piece that is missing. And you know, I, I've, trust me, I've heard it enough from from Bucks fans who immediately said it's an All Star game. It doesn't matter. And, mm-hmm. But I dare say that anybody who watched that fourth quarter, they didn't play it like an all-star game. That became a mano-a-mano battle. And I loved it, and it was fun to watch. And I think the great distinction is when you see Giannis at the defensive end, you see the full width and breadth of what he's capable of. He looks comfortable. He can take on any challenge. And at the other end, he's still trying to figure it out. And so for the Bucks to get where they need to go, I'm still of the mind that, uh, that Giannis has to develop that last piece. And everything I've heard about his work ethic, I have no reason to believe that he ultimately won't, but it's not in the arsenal right now. And I'll, just, I'll give you one simple comparison. The move that Joel Embiid made on LeBron James completely shook him. Great footwork, great balance little mid-range jump shot. I've seen Joel, that wasn't an accident. I've seen Embiid hit that shot a lot. That's the shot that I want to see Giannis develop. And if he develops that, then to me, that's more important than developing three-point range. You got enough three-point shooters on the Bucks. You don't need, honestly, you don't really need Giannis shooting three-pointers. I need him to be able to 
hit a mid-range shot or draw a double team in that situation and then find one of those other three-point shooters. I guess if if Giannis is going to – let me ask you this. With the best record in the NBA and the way this yeah. team is built, I feel depth-wise and, and role-player-wise, everybody kind of knows their role. I think uh, Budenholzer's yep. got them all going in the right direction. Don't get me wrong. But I think the depth of this team, the, the reliance on Giannis, yes, he's the straw that stirs the drink, but they don't have to just go to him the way they did in the postseason last year. They can do other areas. They can get it to the outside with Kyle Korver or DiVincenzo. And they have many different assets. Is there a team in the East that legitimately top to bottom matches up with the Bucks? Yeah, I think the Toronto Raptors do, to be honest. And I think that they have the, the – what they have is – they have the institutional knowledge among of every player that they count on that that guy has seen and, and executed and performed when the lights were brightest. Like, DiVincenzo, I don't know what he's going to do in the conference finals. I've never seen him play an important role there. Uh, Corver, I like, um, respect. I'm still waiting for him to hit that big shot, that truly big shot in a conference final or a final. Uh, he's not afraid to take it, but things just, as you move along in the playoffs, things get a little more difficult, a little more challenging. And, yeah, they have all those all those pieces, but as you go along in the playoffs, the, the, the matchup that does not favor you is the one that the other team is going to exploit. They're going to find the one matchup that doesn't fit, and then they're going to hit it hard, whether it's at the defensive end, because that's the thing. You got Corver on the floor, okay? He may hit you, may knock down a big shot. Is he going to leave you vulnerable at the other end? And can he hit enough big shots to uh, to to compensate for for the other end? And I look at the Raptors, and they've got guys that not only are capable of it, but have demonstrated it on the biggest stage. And so that's where I don't talent wise. You can make an argument the Bucks have more talent, but when it comes to pressure situations, the Raptors have the edge there. Uh, which that I would agree. Um, I, I think until you actually get over that hump, I, I don't think there's any way to really judge it to say where your experience lies because you've got to get over it first to actually say you've been there, done that. So I, I completely agree. The uh, the Bucks right now, I, I look at the Bucks and I say probably one of the top two, if not the top team, obviously, in the East, but... Yep. Uh, when it comes to, let's just say they make it to the finals, and most likely against the Lakers, unless the Lakers, I mean, who who else besides the Lakers right now would have the legitimate shot at knocking the Lakers off? Maybe Clippers. Oh yeah, I mean, I, the Clippers are still my, my okay my favorite team uh, as far as their depth, their experience. Um, the Lakers are playing phenomenally well. My only question with them is they have to they have to ride LeBron and Anthony Davis so hard and they have to do that through June and they cannot those guys cannot come off of the excellence that they've performed that to this point for this to work the Clippers the Clippers are still kind of just moseying along and uh, still figuring it out and they're still right in the mix to I mean what five games back of, of the Lakers in the mix with Denver and Utah um if they ever decide to put the the, the pedal down, um, then I, I can I, without question. And I think the biggest thing is defensively, the teams that they can put out there with 
Marcus Morris and Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell. You can switch all of those, and they're all fierce. So they take pride in it. Um, they're athletic. They're long. That's that's we haven't seen the best of their defense, but I, I would expect that we're going to see them turn it up once we get to the postseason. Talking with Radio.com Sports NBA Insider Rick Buecher. Only a couple more before I let you go. Do you think the Bucks are in the finals this year? Uh, I have been on record as saying, if you're giving me the field, or you're giving me the Bucks, I will take the field. There's no one particular team, and I picked Toronto at the beginning of the year, and I did it largely because I thought people overstated what Kawhi had meant to them, and I looked at guys like Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, and I felt like they were going to, they had room to grow, that they were only going to get better. Um, I would not be surprised if the Bucks are in the finals. There's, in, in, a, in a way, I'd love to see it, because um, I'd love to see Giannis fully develop, fully be everything that he could possibly be. But there's so much reliance on him. And as I talked about, there's that one weak element with him uh, operating below the free throw line. That's what scares me. So if you're asking me bucks or the field, I'm taking the field. If you ask me who I'd like to see in the finals, I think it'd be very exciting if you had the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo in the finals. That was going to be my next question. Does the league want to see a guy like Giannis, that that stature of player and that kind of happy-go-lucky and that likability, do they want to see him win a championship? Yeah, well, I mean, do they want to? Uh, I would have to think that it would certainly be, be great for the league to have that type of guy uh, be the face or one of the faces of the league if he's not already. Uh, and I'm sure that there's on some level that they'd love to see a small market team go to the finals, go to the championship, re-sign their superstar, and not have the constant complaint that the the best players are always going to the big markets and there's a disparity in competitive in the competitive balance between the small markets and the big markets. The Bucks going to the finals would cure a lot of that. Does uh, Let me ask you this, because the, the, the narrative seems to be all the landing spots possibly for Giannis. And my argument has always been Giannis wanted him to keep the band together, and for the most part they did. He really likes his head coach. He likes his team. The ownership did a lot for his family. And, oh, by the way, they can pay him the most. Why in the world would Giannis want to leave? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not one of those that's been beating that drum. Uh, I, you know, other than Kristaps Porzingis, I've never seen, and I don't even know if I put Porzingis in the category of, of superstar international players, but there's just a different mindset among international players, particularly those that come over and a team builds around them. There's a level of gratitude that is not the same with American players. Uh, American players whether it's the AAU influence of just growing up, believing I, I get to play wherever I want to play with whoever I want to play with, and that's carried on to the NBA. It's, it's a different mindset. It's, I think some of it, too, is that there's still it's a badge of honor to be an international player and to be coveted and appreciated at that level in the NBA. But whether it was Dirk, Tim Duncan, Pau Gasol, Manu Ginobili, these are guys that don't go elsewhere, and a lot of them were in very small markets, 
and you never heard a peep about them trying to go someplace else because they were dissatisfied with that. Rick, great to talk to you. Go heal up, my friend, and uh, we will chat again later on down the road, uh, probably during the postseason, okay? Sounds good. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Rip Euchre uh, from Radio.com, our sports NBA insider. He is brought to you by our friends at Five Hour Energy Shots, now in two great tropical flavors. And uh, you can hear Rick uh, on the uh, on Scal and Pals, a brand new NBA podcast out now on Radio.com and the Radio.com app. Just search Scal, S-C-A-L, wherever you find the podcast, and you can hear his stuff there. But You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.